You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, March 17th. It's our St. Patrick's Day special. It's also our one-year anniversary special, as the very first episode of the current podcast aired on March 18th, 2020. What a year it's been. We're not nearly clever enough to have planned this, but it's also our 150th episode. Perhaps for St. Patty's Day this year, instead of green beer or your favorite whiskey, you'll want to treat yourself to that COVID-19 vaccine everyone's been talking about. We've posted information about the vaccine on the homepage of The Current. Get your questions answered, such as who is eligible, and what to do if you have not received an invitation yet. I myself get my second shot next week. Turning to other news, today we welcome Dave Vassell. He's going to talk about moving a bunch of hardware out of Torrey Pine Center and the teamwork that made it a reality. And speaking of the friendly confines, Dave and Mark reminisce about what they miss about TPCS and what they think a return to the office will look like. This is Mark Herzberger. Today I'm joined by Dave Vassell from the Cloud and Computing Infrastructure Operations team. Dave, welcome to the pod. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. And uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. (laughs) Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Are you wearing green? We'll never know through the magic of <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, so you're, you're joining us today. You're going to talk about a recent uh, migration project that your team uh, worked on. But before we get into that, um, what is your role at IT services and how long have you been part of the operation here? So I've actually been with the university for a while. I've, I was a student. And way back in the 80s and joined the staff community in 91. So I've been an employee for well over 25 years. I joined ITS about six years ago during a consolidation effort and joined what was to become the cloud and computing infrastructure operations team. Um, our team manages the on-premises, virtual environment storage, backups, virtual environment, and, and anything that we build into the cloud and migrations into the cloud. So pretty much the base infrastructure on which ITS can build applications. So our team motto, in fact, is we run things that make things run. I like it. I like it. And this is going to air March 17th. March 18th, 2020 was the first episode of our IT services, the current podcast. So we always ask our guests, uh, now that we're at the one year mark, how has your work from home experience been? You know, working from home, I can't lie, has been rough. I'm a a social person. I enjoy the camaraderie of my, you know, in-person office experience and being able to stand up and brainstorm and then enjoy all the, the, the whiteboards the, on, on the, the, the third floor has to offer and writing out diagrams and grabbing people from other teams. 
and discussing things without having to uh, without having to find a half hour Zoom slot for somebody. My fiance is a UCSD employee and she's currently working from home. And my son is a college student and he's home. So we're all kind of fighting over space and time and bandwidth. And, you know, we make it work, but, you know, I, I personally enjoy the, the office space and, and you know, like I said, the human interaction and talking around the coffee, the, the water cooler and, you know, going out to lunch with folks. And I miss it. I miss it. I'm looking forward to going back. Yeah, hopefully soon enough we'll be back. And you're going to let us know about a fairly significant, uh, I'm going to call it a migration, uh, that your team uh, worked on. What What is the punchline of this migration? Uh, what was moved and why? So we were, we were handed a project uh, about two years ago where we were, you know, basically... You know, we're, we're out of the data center business. You know, we don't want to be managing data centers. There's other options. I mean, one, we have a cloud-first attitude. And, you know, we're going to be moving a lot of our workload into the cloud. Two, there are other places on campus that we could move our workloads to and or could offsite it. So we kind of had this, this goal of getting out of this one um, big data center in Torrey Pine Center. And I think at the time it was is also, you know, looking for more space for offices and conference rooms and training centers and that sort of thing. So the the biggest challenge I think we had with this was a lot of the services that were running in this, this data center were, you know, highly, you know, critical production level, you know, web farms and SQL farms and Active Directory and federated services and, and police department. I mean, there were so many critical services. It's like, you can't just go in one weekend and put it all in boxes and move it somewhere. I mean, we kind of had to do it live. So we had to find a way to, well, I mean, first we had to locate a new home and then move there and do it all live. Yeah, well, what kind of um, equipment or physical, you know, hardware is in this data center? Well, we have our, most of the, the 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 applications that we host live on virtual environments. So, which that means is we have some some high high density servers and storage, and then on that live thousands of VMs. Um, in Torrey Pine Center, we have about or Torrey Pine Center, we had about thirteen hundred VMs living in about 40 servers and a handful of different storage uh, vendors, uh, a main which was pure. We also had some NetApps and, and some uh, compellents and some other tier two storage. And those were actually coming end of life at the same time. We had a number of these that were kind of en ending their, their, their life cycle. So we, we had this kind of perfect storm where we had to replace the hardware as well, as well as get out of the data center. So in, in that sense, it was kind of a perfect storm, but we were a little bit lucky because we were able to, to purchase new hardware and do this kind of live migration, but I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Also in Torrey Pine Center South, there were a number of physical machines. You know, we were talking DB2 servers and domain controllers and network monitoring. There was just a whole bunch of things which we were able to, to retire or virtualize or, or um, in other ways move without interruption. So that was a, 
that was a huge win too. Yeah, and before we get into the perhaps the details of the process, what were some of the planning steps that you undertook? So that that was very critical, actually. I mean, without a good plan, obviously we're not going to have a good path. So we we started off by identifying what we had and what we needed to move. So you know, I mentioned thirteen hundred VMs. Not all thirteen hundred VMs moved. We definitely identified you know a number, quite a large, maybe eight to ten percent of those VMs that had no purpose, were powered off, were copies or or just kind of made and forgotten about. So we were able to to clean up quite a bit. It was a, it was a really good spring cleaning for us. It was uh, definitely necessary. After that, we used vendors and tools and and processes to identify the actual level of workload, you know, how much how much memory, how much CPU, how much disk, how much network, how much bandwidth, how much everything that we would need if we were to repopulate this somewhere else. I mean, we looked at, you know, all sorts of different uh, targets, you know, whether it be all in the cloud or, you know, all in AWS or all on new Dell hardware, or all on HP or all on hyper-converged, you know, we did all these different proof of concept studies. So there were a lot of, uh, tools and planning sessions and, you know, interactions with departments and consolidations and, and, you know, re retiring servers that we did just at the very beginning to kind of get that base, that base count of, of what we actually needed and had and, and was kind of the, the critical piece to move. Once you, once you're able to get that lay of the land, what were some of the biggest uh, challenges that you saw on the horizon for this effort? The biggest challenge was, you know, obviously budget. You know, we, we definitely had to spend a little bit of money to, to buy new hardware, to populate, because this old, old hardware that we had had run end of life. It was uh, on its seventh year and was no longer supportable. So we kind of had that target. But also to do the migration live you know like i was saying a lot of these services are highly critical and highly available we couldn't bring them all down we couldn't just you know put them in a box and move them over a weekend and have them down for six eight ten hours or even two hours so so our our planning stage with oh god every almost every team we talked to i mean I, i'm not i'm not going to name everybody but you know security and networking and you know, the SDSC team and the Torrey Pine Center operators, I mean, all these teams came together to, to build this, this highly resilient and, and, you know, carefully crafted plan so that we had this, this, you know, kind of dual infrastructure, one in our Torrey Pine Center and one in the SDSC is where we ended up building so that we could migrate everything live and powered on and not lose a single beat. I mean, we lost you know, a ping here and there as, as everyone would, would attest to, but all the services stayed up, stayed online, and we migrated um, 1,300 and some odd VMs over the course of about five, six, seven weeks, somewhere in there. 
And a, a VM, that means virtual machine, I presume? I'm sorry, virtual machine, which is just a, a virtualized server instead of, you know, um, one server running on one piece of hardware. It's, you know, sometimes up to 200 servers running on one piece of, you know, dense hardware. And it, it sounds like this was a, a vast team effort. What are some of the, the teamwork elements that went into this? And what is your overall approach to teamwork in your function? So it's all about teams. You know, I, I don't consider us an island. I don't consider us different. I don't consider us special. Well, I consider you know our team special, of course, but I don't consider us any different than any other team. I mean, we're all we're all like a, a, a Jenga tower, you know, if you pull one block out, we all fall down. And I, I think this is true, you know, from, from finance team to the AP team, to the security team, to the networking team. Um, we had great interaction. I'll, I'll give you some examples, you know, when, when building out this infrastructure in, um, in SDSC, we had this great interaction, like right from the very beginning with the networking team and, you know, Brian Dunn and Jan Keith, especially building out a very highly resilient, highly available, untemperamental uh, networking environment that could resist and withstand, you know, power outages and failures and, and upgrades and, and whatnot, which we tested significantly before the, uh, before the go live date. Same thing with the security team. The security team was involved almost from day one where we needed to carve out new um, safe and protected networks around our environment uh, so that our, our, our environment and the management thereof was you know, well protected. I mean, we worked really closely with the AP team and the AP team was, was absolutely vital during this process. I mean, they, they manage a large portion of the, the VMs that are in Torrey Pine Center. So for them to be involved in working with the service owners and, and getting all the machines retired that need to be retired and, and, and tagged uh, properly so we could account for them to the financing folks. I mean, like I said, we were all like this Jenga tower, you know, all of our pieces fitting together really nicely. Like I said, from, from security to AP to networking to finance to the operators. I mean, everyone had a piece and a part in this and we were all working really seamlessly and we were, were aiming for a date. And this is by no means a small project and we pretty much hit our date right on the nose. I think we were off where we were, we had a few stragglers at the end there, but we, uh, we pretty much hit our date on the nose. And maybe to round out, if you don't mind um, us talking a little bit more about the work from home uh, experience. You know, to be honest, Dave, we've been doing this a year. You're the first person off the top of my head that has expressed um, a little bit of regret or, or longing for the office, with all due respect to the office. I mean, most people chime <laughs> in, oh, I love working from home, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I just wanted to maybe dive in a little more. I mean, looking at the org chart, I mean, the team you're a part of, it looks like it's half a dozen or so people. And then you mentioned, you know, the cast of thousands that you would interact with. So without those, you know, conference rooms and whiteboards at Tory Pines, what are some of the ways though that, you know, successfully or otherwise you've, you've sort of kept the team together or, or maybe some of the ways that you, you've tried to adapt at least and, and recreate some of the spirit? You know, our team would go out to lunch from time to time. You know, we would, 
we would get together. We'd walk over to the coffee cart over at uh, at Scripps or or whatever that is across the street, or go over to Bella Vista. We would do things, you know, just and, and we would talk about work. We talk about you know life and stuff and whatever. We walked down to the glider port. We would do things as a team and as, as friends. And oh, I can't go today. Oh, I'll just walk down with this guy. So we've tried. You know, every so once in a while, I mean, not, it's not every day, obviously, but we would try to have team lunches. We would do things that are not work related because, you know, obviously you can't sit in your same chair and do the same thing. Or, or if you're, you know, you work by yourself, you're home by yourself all the time. So we try to just have events where we're doing like lunches together or we've had, you know, trivia games and the winner gets like free lunch or something. And. You know, we we try to book time when we're just not working. So it's it's you know it's an experiment. I mean, we've tried it a few times, and uh, we've we've done the uh, the security team building uh, escape room. I think we're gonna play the Family Feud. So thank you, Ronis. That was uh, that was fun. We had a good time with that. It's it's like just trying to trying to kind of recreate our work environment because when you go to work you're not just heads down nine hours you know you you roll your chair back you chat with somebody you know a song comes on your your headphones that you're listening to that reminds you of something i mean it's 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 very personal you know i mean there's still people involved and and i think it's it's hard to remember that and and, and now people are just half hour zoom blocks and it's it's hard to to conform to that what do you think it's going to be like, you know, on some magical day when they announce unfettered, we can go back? You know, it's funny because I think when Torrey Pine Center was being renovated and everyone got kicked out, we were, we were working from home. A lot of people got comfortable working at home, not not comfortable as in I want to do this forever, but comfortable as in, you know, able. Mm -hmm. And then we all came back and we had a few months in the office and then, you know, we had our, our wonderful COVID come in and, and kick us all back out. So everyone was pretty prepared. You know, they, they either had their laptops ready, their internet's ready, their, their, their access, their VPNs, all their remote sessions, whatever they needed. Uh, so a lot of people are pretty comfortable, but I know I'm not the only one, you know, that misses, that misses the camaraderie. Like, you know, I, you can't see me, but I could stand up and, in my row and talk over to somebody on an, uh, on a, another team and say, you know, hey, you know, this is alerting me on something. Are you guys doing something? Yeah, fine. I don't have to schedule a Zoom meeting or, or hey, let's go out to lunch because it's your birthday or, you know, so I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. I'm just more of a social creature. It's, it's been the first few months when March, April, May last year were, were pretty tough, you know. You know, and, and, I, and I enjoy my coworkers and I enjoy the face-to-face the, the -face and the time and the, you know, the five minutes before a meeting when we're waiting for like the presenter or whatever to show up and catching up and talking about friends and family and, and whatever. It's, it's just, it, when, when, when we all come back, you know, I think it'll, it'll be slow and, you know, we'll have masks and people will slowly maybe want to come back to work. They'll see how much fun it is that we're having when we come back to work and say, oh, I missed that. Yeah, for me, I was a little apprehensive on the whole move to Torrey Pines. Um, ironically, I never worked at the old version of Torrey Pines. I just did my interviews. And then uh, when I started, it was like everybody's first or second week at 
to Greenwich is where I was uh, exiled. Um, but yeah, I think, I think at least as far as myself, I felt like I was just like hitting my stride uh, for myself and how our team was working within Torrey Pine Center. It was about a, a year and change. And then to have the rug pulled, it was quite jarring. So I'm not sure either how, you know, we're going to react either. We had a lot of folks in our team telecommuting before. So I'll, maybe I'll wonder what's the point if I'm the only person there and everyone else is telecommuting or, or vice versa. <laughs> it, may not feel, uh, it may not feel quite the same for a while. Yeah, I, I understand that. I mean, our team only has, what, five? now six people on it and you know we're a, we're a small team all things considered you know for what we do and when we came back to Torrey Pines you know we did have this kind of you know partial work from home thing uh where we all came in three to four days a week I came in most of the time four or five days a week I just enjoyed the the environment you know I enjoyed the 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 whiteboarding I enjoyed the 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 openness I enjoyed the the people you know, I enjoy the view, the sunshine, and yeah, it's. Uh, I look forward to getting back to that. You know, maybe maybe it'll be like a reminder to people that hey, you know, this is this is so much better than being at your house every day. So we'll see. I don't know. I mean, it's everyone's different. Yeah, I'm optimistic. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe sometime this year, and yeah, like you said, it it'll never quite be the same, but I think we'll uh, you know hit a different stride. Um, all right. Anything else you want to mention before we close it down, Dave? You know, I, I, I really, I, I know I mentioned this, and I'd like to, you know, just kind of reiterate that I, you know, this, this, this migration is, you know, just what, but one project that our team does, and this was a pretty big one, and I'm really proud of the way our teams work together. Um, not just the, the, you know, all the, all the people in my team um, that we work together so uh, well and got it done. But, you know, the folks at the Torrey Pine Center, the operators and the folks at uh, SDSC and the INR team and the security and the network and AP, I mean, everybody just worked so well together. And, you know, like I said, we had a, a deadline and we met it. And it was, I think it's just one of those examples of a project just gone right. And I'm just, you know, I, I, I am just truly thankful for the, the team, the really good makeup of our, our teams out there in ITS world. Yeah, I couldn't be more, more grateful for that successful project because of all of them. Well, congratulations on that, Dave, and really appreciate you joining me for the interview. Mark, I appreciate the time. Thank you, Dave and Mark. Make it a good one, dear listener. And we'll be back next week. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily. <laughs>